when you pretend to be someone else, uh, just putting on that that mask um, and acting like the person you want to be, but you are not at all, uh, you wouldn't achieve any success. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello. My name is Aziz, and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then... From 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. I thank you all so much for the support. More than 190 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics to the United Nations to interns at the Ukrainian parliament and at the Canadian parliament to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. And if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram, aziz.future, and join the Telegram channel, Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians, and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland, and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So, let's begin. My guest today is Karina Gavrilova. Karina is a student of translation at Boris Grichenko University. She adores exploring languages, including English, German, and Polish. And she has taken the Cambridge English First Exam, FCE, 
Karina loves singing, dancing, and doing sports. Karina, how are you today? I'm quite well, thank you. I'm excited to have you here. Truly honored, happy, and wondering about your emotions, which is when you really want to feel alive, to feel that the day is exciting, interesting, and to feel all those emotions that recharge your soul. What is something that you usually do to feel that? Uh, so there are some points about that. Uh, the first one for me is um, you should realize that you are uh, that you are alive. Uh, like I think that everything is in our heads, and you have years and years of potential ahead of you. So if you feel that today, consider what stupendous things you could be doing tomorrow. And of course, the second thing is that do doing uh, i'm doing something it's outside of my comfort zone uh, because it may uh, gives me stops and uh, if i stop myself uh, about something i will not achieve any success in my life and i should uh, always um, start doing something some new hobbies uh, some new uh, developments in myself and of course I should um, this is the third and uh, one of the main things uh, in the world I guess is just practicing uh, kindness uh, as if I see that person that people um, just love me for my kindness for my kind uh, things to them I just feel comfort with them and uh, I give all myself to them, something like that. I like that. You mentioned very important points, and I want to focus on one. So when people like you because of your kindness, you give everything of you to them, correct? Yes. And why is that important to you? And are there people who seem to have some kind of thought about you before meeting you and then when they meet you they think wow you are so different from what i was thinking yes <laughs> you just uh, you just the person who described that in the correct way because uh, there are a lot of my acquaintance that um, who think who thought that i am that uh, person who just uh, is um sort of egoism and uh, who can't um, just support or help and then in two months at least or even some weeks uh, they can see me in absolutely different way and i think that that kindness is um, my mirror my the mirror of my soul and i think that uh, that kindness should um, should be with me uh, through all my life. Thank you. So some people might think at first that you're selfish and egotistical, yes. but after some weeks, they perceive your kindness and kindness is the mirror of your soul, correct? Yes. And when you're being kind 
and then people appreciate you because you're so kind and you give everything to them. Why is that important for you? Mm, I think it's like my psychology uh, because there were a lot of situations in my life when uh, my friends were suffering from something and uh, when I see that my support and my maintaining them uh, help them, inspire them, uh, I really can feel myself useful and uh, that thing encourages me to live and uh, develop that thing in myself. Uh, when uh, when uh, really a lot of people just, um, yes, there, are, there, there is also a bad uh, way of it because some people may use it in really bad way. Uh, bar, but I'm just trying to avoid, avoid uh, that people. Thank you. So your friends were in situations that needed help. You were kind and helped them and you felt useful. And yes, there are some people, other people who can be trying to take advantage of your kindness, but you avoid such people and you let go of toxic people and you prefer to be with positive people who are good and you can be useful and kind together to each other. Correct? Yes. And you said useful with so much emotions. I could feel it. So I'm wondering, what does it mean for you, useful? And if you are to explain to someone your own definition from the dictionary of Karina, <laughs> what useful for you means, and like three characteristics or points that make the perfect being useful and kind. Uh, okay, mm, the, the first one is um, helpful advice uh, because uh, that advice can really uh, help people and uh, even mm, make them feel alive too, uh, just inspire them to break some uh, troubles and uh, just go through them. Uh, the second one is... Um, support uh, because there are a lot of situations in our lives uh, when we just can't uh, stand with problems and we should um, help each other to avoid them and uh, be ready to um, assist each other in such ways and of course the third one is um, can uh, communicate of course, just practice some uh, different ways of communication uh, because every person has its, uh, its own way to open the heart, like open the soul and be um, the real one. Uh, because uh, you should just be the person who can read someone as a book. To, to maintain and support and uh, uh, see the true thought of this person. Thank you. So actually those are four and they're wonderful. So if I understood you correctly, it's good advice, supporting people in difficult situations, authentic communication where you open your soul 
and empathy where you can feel what they're feeling so they know what they need to support with without them needing to say it. Did I understand correct? Yes. And I have so many questions now. And I'll begin with the first one. In my experience, good advice is wonderful, but people don't follow any good advice. They hate it. It's like people want to share their problems, but they don't like advice about it. Is this your own experience? Do you agree sometimes that for many people, good advice is a waste because they just want to share problems, but they don't really want people to give them advice? Or you have friends who are open and humble and want that advice? Uh, of course, I don't give advice to people who just don't need them. I give advice when, when the person is um, suffering from something and just can do, not, uh, can do nothing with it. And then I'm just trying to relax the person and just um, uh, I'm trying to give her that feeling that I'm the person who can understand everything and just maintain you in any situation. Yes, understanding communication. So now I will ask you, because you said being real and speaking from your soul is really important. Do you feel that these days most people are authentic and truly represent their soul? Or many people, maybe because of society, maybe they're shy, maybe they're afraid, they have some kind of psychological mask where it's not the real person, but it's what they think other people will like. Do you think this is common in your experience or most people are really authentic and real? Uh, of course, I am absolutely agree with you. Um, there were a lot of situations in my life. I had a huge experience in it when people just put on the mask uh, just not to be um, like authentic as you as you've said um, a lot of people just pretend to be the, the person who um, will agree with you in everything and just to um, to they are just trying to achieve that everyone will like them uh, and I think that it is the main mistake because uh, no one uh, they are almost always will be the person who hate you or don't like you. And I think it's absolutely right. And it, it must be because you can't be like by everyone. Yes. And it's interesting you mentioned this point that there will always be some people who will dislike or disagree or are not compatible, or as I would describe it, we just don't have chemistry with them. So to you, is it common that you meet people you have high chemistry with, and or is it instant that sometimes you meet some people and you're like, wow, this person is my kind of person. I feel so synchronized and connected with this person, or, Maybe it takes time for you to warm up and discover that chemistry over time, whether fast or a bit slower. How was your experience with chemistry with people? I would say that uh, two years ago, 
almost three. Uh, when I changed my school, uh, I was really scared about what will the people there and what will be my classmates. Will, uh, will I get uh, make friends there? And one year later, when I just um, studied with them, uh, I found out that there was a girl uh, who just is so interesting. And uh, then when it were, it were summer holidays, um, we, got, we went to the cinema and then we just try, start, started to communicate and uh, trying to support each other, of course. And then I'm just, I, I just realized that it is my soulmate. Of course, he had a lot of friends before her, but now it uh, lasted, uh, I guess, three years, two or three years, and we still speak, we still communicate, we are still friends, and I really appreciate that, that I can be real and authentic with her without uh, masking and so on. Thank you. And you mentioned soulmate. Do you believe there is only one or very few, or there are many, although they're not the majority, maybe 1% of people, who you could feel those feelings of soulmate connection inside with, with them? Uh, I think there may be two soulmates in our lives. Uh, the first one is your best friend, and the second one is one of the person who um, with whom you will connect your life, and I'm talking about marriage, family, and so on, because that person, these these per these people, um, will be with you with you through all your life. They will see your problems, your some some troubles, uh, and even um, complexes in your um, I don't know in your work or some there on, or your appearance and they will always help you and uh, they will try to feel to feel yourself better thank you and it's so interesting you say there are two so what do you believe do you believe in destiny and fate that each one person will meet their soulmate or if not and you said there are two what if your soulmates are maybe one is in china and one is in argentina and you are there in Cherkasy, then you'll never meet them so how does it work is there a destiny that brings soulmates together or if there are two well maybe one is there in Tokyo and alone and crying <laughs> and another one is maybe in Brazil and thinking they're so alone but because they didn't meet you or how does it work for each person? Uh, of course, I, I think that it is destiny and uh, because of that uh, you should develop yourself and uh, broad your um, thinking you just uh, you, you you really need to um, um, visit some different countries to meet <laughs> the soulmate in China or Brazil and uh, so on when you meet new people 
you meet new thoughts, you meet new experience, and it's very important. Thank you. And now, was that the secret of your learning languages, that you want to be able to communicate with new soulmates, whether Germany or any place like that? Or how did you fall in love with learning languages? Uh, it started in my childhood. Um, the first one thing that was uh, that after the first class, um, I got in this master nine from 12 in English. And then I just realized that I want 12. I don't want nine because it was just terrible mark for me as it was only one uh, mark uh, that is lower than 12, 11 or 10. So I started to learn English so much and I just understood that it does that thing that I really want to um, dedicate your life to, yes, to master yes, it. Yeah. Uh, and in the seventh form, I de I've decided that I will uh, go to university on the faculty that will be connected with English. And uh, five years later, I am on the translation in English uh, in the Boris Vinchenko University. It was my goal and I achieved that. Um, and what about Germany and Polish? Um, the first, firstly, I just, uh, due to, according to German, I really hate that language. I just couldn't stand that. Um, but after two years studying it in school, um, I adore that. And I can say that about Polish. Uh, why did I learn Polish? Because I had a, th a thought to, um, to go to university in Warsaw or Krakow, uh, but I stopped, start, uh, start, stopped uh, studying Polish because of troubles in my 11th form and in the war and so on. I just ha I don't, didn't have enough time for that and I'm really um, regret about that uh, so and now in uh, on the second course uh, in my university I will study Germany uh, I will continue studying it and I really want to take the, the, the exam in uh, Polish I think like prove myself that I can do it and uh, I wanted always to learn Italy on, or French. And I think that French is one of the most difficult languages. But um, I think it's like challenge for me. And also these things like challenges and um, some uh, obstacles makes me feel like. Tell me more. So you like to challenge yourself? You like to have obstacles that you overcome. Tell me more about that and why is that important for you? Um, when we have a lot of troubles and dead obstacles in our lives, we have the sense of life. Because when life is absolutely simple, without any mistakes and so on, it's like story to be boring. 
and uh, without that um, maybe spark i don't know uh let it be so when i had a lot of challenging in 11th form when we when i had you know uh in the ninth form when i had some problems uh in um, changing my school um it gave me some inspiration to do something to develop myself to do to become better for myself to become stronger because it's really essential i agree with you and if i understood you correctly a life without challenges is boring and we don't grow but if we have mistakes challenges even regrets like you said you regret about poland etc then you have the spark that inspires you to become better to act more and it make, makes life interesting correct yes so are you a girl that loves drama <laughs> <laughs> yes I, i think yes uh, in some situations i may be drama queen uh, because i'm really emotional person and <laughs> um, i can't live absolutely quiet without uh without some craziness because it's really boring it's really boring for me yes you don't like to be bored and you're emotional and in some situations you can be a bit crazy and a drama queen in your life so that things are not boring correct yep Tell me, I have so many questions now, and I know it's interesting, but that's why I guess I said Argentina and Brazil, because you have the soul of a Latina full of drama who was born in Cercasi, and that is your truth and your secret. And so, okay, about emotional, I'll ask this question, and I ask it often because I noticed a lot of the girls on my podcast say they're full of emotions inside, but for some reason when they are outside walking or anything like that they have a very serious poker face and sometimes people think why is that girl so angry but she's not do you have that too yes of course almost every day uh, my face can say one thing and there is absolutely another thing in my soul in, in my inside Uh, and I think sometimes it's like secret in me and uh, some uh, zest, uh, like uh, with the, that, that rest, I like can um, attract people and drag him for me and so on. Thank you. So it's similar to what you mentioned in the beginning because of your serious face. <laughs> Uh, some people think maybe you're egotistical uh, girl, but after knowing you and discovering that your soul is the opposite, so kind. Also, people might think you're scary or angry, but in your soul, you're friendly and nice. Did I understand correctly? Yes, you understood correctly. And tell me about drama, but not in that way. The spark, the thing that makes life exciting. Do you have an activity, maybe sports, maybe some art 
maybe I don't know, watching scary movies or something that you do to give yourself those drama emotions so that you're always recharged in that way and not bored? Sometimes uh, it comes to me in uh, different ways, like problems in studying, uh, like um, watching horror films, as you said. Um, and uh, if I want to uh, express that all things that are inside me, I'm just doing sport. It's really important and uh, it relaxes me and I feel more calm and, and, and that's it. Yes, sport, it relaxes you, it helps you feel calm and feel your mood now. <laughs> if you are to share which sport will be the perfect sport for your mood right now, what would be that sport? So we'll speak more about it. Um, I was uh, playing volleyball in my childhood. I was doing that um I guess three years, um, and now I I really miss that that times, but now I'm just um, ch changed to like simple exercises to keep my body in good complication, and uh, it helps me to be more um, calm. Tell me about volleyball, and tell me. What do you miss most about it? I miss it because uh, there were all, of course, a lot of friends. And um, volleyball inspires me to, to get more strong, to, to get stronger. Uh, because without good complication, you, you will not achieve any success in any sport. Uh, and um, these things, of course, encourages always to develop in yourself in any ways. And I miss that, um, that development. That development. And you said the word inspiration or inspires me seven times now. It's the biggest number. <laughs> so tell me, what does inspiration mean? mean for you how does it feel and what are things that inspire you in general because you said drama inspires you problems inspire you um, being fit and volleyball inspire you they seem so different so what kind of things usually inspire you and what is the meaning for you of inspiration uh, for me inspiration awakens us just uh, to new possibilities uh, and uh, we uh, it transforms the way we perceive our own cap capabilities and of course when uh, we're just trying to change something in our life uh, to create some new things in our life to create some new business uh, we really had really need to have some point which inspires us and every trouble every mm, thing which which I had in my life um, gives me that strength and um, the goal that I should achieve and uh, get some success from that thank you 
So if I understood you correctly, and please correct me if this is wrong, what happened is life is normally boring, but then something happens that will give you emotions, and that emotion inspires you to move forward, and you become stronger because you overcome the challenges, as well as you have a goal, which is to fix the problem or to win the competition or something like that. Is this correct? Yes, you are absolutely correct. I like that. So now to ask more about Kiev and Cherkasy, etc. Why did you choose Kiev and not Lviv or Cherkasy or Odessa or Kharkiv? Um, I adore big cities and as Kiev is the capital of our country, I thought that there would be more possibilities and more priorities and that's why I chose that for my future education. And now I don't regret it all. I'm really happy with my choose. Um, so like that. Thank you. You said possibilities now and before that it's another word for opportunities. You said opportunities now five times. Tell me more. What is interesting to you about opportunities? Why are they important? What kind of opportunities do you desire? Tell me everything about Karina's love for opportunities. I choose uh, the career of translator, of interpreter, and uh, English and German are that languages uh, which I um, admired from my childhood, from my teenage years. And um, when I realized that these two languages will be with me for all my life, and of course it will be connected with my work, with my future work in Kiev, and of course, I don't lo- I don't like to don't want to live in Kiev for all my life. I would like to to travel or even live in other countries like uh, Poland or maybe um, Italy. And of course, for that I should start learning Ital- Italian. But due to according to opportunities. Um, I mean, meant that um, Kiev is the city with um, a lot of people who knows uh, who know their business, who really work hard and are ready to uh, assist someone else with uh, their education or job and so on. Thank you. So, do you admire in people knowledge, their competency, power, ability, and knowing what they want and their business? Yes. And is it in your brain that such people often have overcome a lot of challenges and problems, and that is what makes them stronger? Of course, I think that this experience uh, will help anybody to achieve success and be a uh, really successful person. That's interesting because you try to do that. It's your process, even what you call drama, 
is actually creating something where you will become a stronger and better person at the end and in general. Are your friends similar to you in this way, where they're always overcoming problems and bigger challenges? Or do you find that maybe in a smaller city, the mentality isn't so, and therefore uh, a big capital will be full of those people? Um, in my age, I'm trying to have near people who are also trying to, to get success in their own career and who is doing something without sitting on the one place and doing nothing. Uh, because if the person just relaxed, just be lazy, be, uh, started to be lazy uh, without and uh, continue like forget that word, like complaining to the life uh, without even fixing it. Like, I want to, that thing were like that, but I can do nothing with it. But I hate people who just, they say like that, but they even didn't try to do something. And I don't need people who, who will be in that position for all their life. Thank you. So do you feel more mature than other people your age or you find a lot of mature people like that? It just depends on whether your soulmates or not. I think that people uh, choose themselves uh, how they should uh, do and uh, what they should do in that, pers- in that uh, situations and if you want to become mature, uh, you should uh, go through that really difficult and um, I should even say uh, complicated period in your life uh, to get that experience and uh, become really mature. Thank you. And even better, since this is the perfect place for this, if you were to give advice to people who actually learned the importance now of overcoming challenges and having goals, but maybe before they didn't, and they would like you to have some advice so that they feel that spark of life, what would you say and how would you help them be inspired and motivated? Give me a second, I will think a little more. As I've already said, uh, you should be yourself. Because um, when you pretend to be someone else, uh, just putting on that that mask uh, and acting like the person you want to be but you are not at all, uh, you wouldn't achieve any success. Uh, and always... Um, Two years ago, uh, I just watched the sunrise uh, alone and just I realized that every troubles I have in my life, they are um, absolutely decidable and um, everything will will be all right in some weeks. I just need to be strong and... Um, continue working 
And of course, I, I think the best variant just um, is that you should love your friends, love your family, uh, because these are people uh, who will um, give you the motivation uh, to continue working, continue studying or continue developing yourself. Um, and they will be always your like house to come there and feel uh, calm and, uh, and really relaxed and loved. Thank you. That was really inspiring and very true. And tell me about Italy. You seem to have a fascination with Poland and with Italy. Tell me about Italy. What is the most interesting part for you about living or visiting Italy? Mm, I have a lot of relatives who lives uh, who live in Italy, and um, I adore the nature there. Uh, that like. Um, absolutely um, i think quiet and peaceful place uh, where you can um, sit and uh, just yes i'm living here and uh, i i could i uh, achieve that because i think that italy is that country uh, with uh, kind people with people who with understandable people uh, and um, because I even can't say about our mentalitat in Ukraine sometimes yes there are a lot of people who, who are good but of course um, there are people who just can't uh, put yours put it themselves on your place and just can't understand you and even don't help Thank you. And I guess I hope really you get that opportunity and possibility to be in Italy. About your work as an interpreter and translator, would you do it more in the diplomatic field or business field or maybe translating books or real life like seminar and presentation translation? Or what kind is the one that interests you the most? Um, of course, uh, there are um, a lot of types of translation and I really want to uh, try myself in everything. Uh, but as for this time, I would definitely choose uh, the... Um, like... Uh, something about family, something something about psychology, because I'm really interested in it. Uh, I'm well, I want to find some books uh, to to be more uh, to to broaden my vocabulary and be ready to everything, because there are um, the main two type of translation. Uh, the written one and uh, when you speak and uh, translate in in time. 
So, yes, and uh, I think I would like to uh, try myself really in speaking uh, because uh, it develops me <laughs> again and uh, being stronger. Thank you very much, Karina. This was wonderful. And to finish, can you share if people want to follow you on social media, what will be the best place? And if you have any projects you're supporting, maybe you can share some information too. Uh, you can follow my Instagram, Karina Gabriova, uh, or on Telegram and uh, if you want to become friends with to become friends with me, I'm ready to be that, and uh, I'm waiting for you. Thank you very much. That's uh, I'll make sure to write your Instagram in the description, and I wish you a great day, full of spark, inspiration, becoming stronger, more possibilities, more opportunities and a lot of excitement yes uh, i i would like to express my uh, like thankful to you uh, thank you for that participation it was really nice <laughs>